Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming Chinese equine market, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Wen Li from Shanghai and Beijing, introducing China to the world. Good morning, Wen. How are you doing? Time flies, and thank you for inviting me to co-host this horse-oriented podcast. I cannot believe this already is season three. Wow! Welcome on board. With you joining in, we will continue to provide up-to-date and valuable information to our listeners. So, in our news episode, what do we have for China news? Well, the biggest news is on June twenty-four. Chinese lawmakers approve a revision to country's sports law, a significant step to improve the high-quality development of sports in a bid to build the country into a sporting powerhouse. The revised law on physical culture and sports was passed at a session of the National People's Congress Standing Committee and will take effect on January first, twenty twenty-three. The amendment is the first comprehensive and systematic revision since the law's initiate enforcement in nineteen ninety-five. Yes, China's sports industry has developed rapidly in recent years, with the total scale reaching two point seven trillion yuan in twenty twenty. And it is expected to reach the target of five trillion yuan in 2025. Besides, the revision to the sports law also allows for countermeasures if any country, region, or organization undermines the nation's sovereignty, security, development interests, or dignity in international sports events. One of the good news for horse industry in China is that it pointed out the local governments are responsible. For providing sports facilities and activities, and a sports advisor system is promoted nationwide. The law detects that students are promised at least one hour's daily exercise at school, and public sports infrastructures are advocated to open to schools for holding mandatory annual sports events. Furthermore, sports industry, sports arbitration, and supervision and management are added to the sports law. Aiming to regulate the sports industry and the sports arbitration system, and enlarge the effect of sports as a driving force for economic and social development. Today, in our China Club section, we will bring you to China Horse Industry Association, aka CHIA, which was founded in 1976. CHIA is member of Asian Racing Federation, member of International Stud Book. Committee, founding member of the International Aquatic Horse Association, and it was awarded the status of National Advanced Social Organization. China Horse Industry Association is committed to developing China's horse industry and manage the business of association in a scientific manner. CHIA maintains dialogues for Chinese equine animals and promotes cooperation between Chinese and foreign horse breed registries. CHIA has not only initiated China Grand National Racing, the CHIA Beijing Time, the CHIA Conference on Horses and Tianshan Mountain, but also proposed to set September 19 as the annual Horse Lovers Day in China. So, coming to our China story in our first episode of season three, we will share our conversation with Wang Ruiqing, a horse owner and jockey from Shanxi Province. Let's read out his reply. When 
The first question was: Please introduce yourself. How did you enter the China equine industry? Hi, everyone. You can call me Wang. I love horse riding when I was young, and inspired by the movie Sea Biscuit, featuring the star race horse's legendary career and improbable comeback story. So, in 2014, I joined a party with many horse owners, and I said I wanted to be a jockey one day, but nobody took me seriously back then. As a veteran pigeon race owner, Wang developed a passionate interest in horses around seven years ago. He purchased a bay foal named Huitong Tianxia, which later on won all his eleven stars and became Zhu China Horse of Year from 2018 to 2019. When his stable started galloping on the track, Wang began his own jockey training. Two years of devotion earned him a junior rider license from the International Racing Academy in 2018. The second question was. Please tell us how did you win a flat race in China and how does it feel? I rode my two-year-old colt Xinyan Zhihua in a 100-meter race in Yulong Racecourse. Starting from gate two, the chivalry Sam moved quickly to midfield and was in the fifth place before the 400-meter dash. Passing the Fulan pole, the Jiang Mingliang trained colt burst into the front and claimed a one-third margin victory for me. I was absolutely jubilant after the race. I started my professional jockey training, but most jockeys race. To their retirement age, I begin running where others are close to their destinations. Seven years of hard work is the witness of my horse racing dream. My gratitude goes to Yulong Jockey Club, to my mentor Zhang Mingliang, and to all my friends and family for their unwavering support and understanding. Coming to the third and final question, what's your plan after you fulfilled your dream, both as owner and jockey? Wang says, "I will continue to be a horse owner and promote horse racing to get more people be interested in the sport of kings and clear up misunderstandings." I hope my story, the、okay. spirit of a winning horse and a horseman's never give up attitude, can help more who hit the lowest point in their lives. I agree with Wang's point, and I love to see a person with endeavors to achieve his or her dream through hard work and dedication. Well put. And this is the first episode of season three. I hope you enjoyed it. And the monthly China Horse Business Live is still ongoing. The next webinar will take place on the first of August from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. CST. Yes, and guys, see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. This podcast is co-hosted by Zoe King and Wen Li, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equestrian community in China.